You have reached the Geek Elite. Good luck. Hey, Mitch! I'm down here on the convention floor of Yumacon 2019 with Anna, the coordinator for Yumacon. Yes, and, that's right. And you were on the podcast uh, two weeks ago talking about Yumacon and what, what to expect. Now we've, got, we've gone the whole day, almost the whole day. We still have the masquerade to go. Yes. How, how's it gone so far? How has the con turned out? So far, I think that it's been one of the best. I think we have grown, we have expanded, we have like new um, things, and I think uh, so far, like the feedback that we've been getting from the people is that it's been the best so far. So um, that just to hear that, it's like okay, yay, you know, like we did it. And so even though we still have a couple more things to go as of right now, but I think it has been so far successful. I mean, it's definitely yes. Every year is getting bigger. It's getting better. Um, what 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 number of year is this? Fifth. Fifth, that's right. Yes. So what is it that you've experienced in making this grow that has really, you know, made it so that it's worth it for you? For the first year, I remember that we were not sure what to expect. And so we were a little worried about that uh, people from Yuma, from the area, were not going to respond, you know, like to the event because it was so new. But then we realized that um, that first year when we held it over at the Yuma Center and we were expecting maybe 200, 300, and then we will be happy with that number, but we got over 800 people. We were like, oh my God, we cannot be here anymore. <laughs> so that's when our director from Parks and Recreation, she's like, you guys have to move over to the Civic Center. And then just, you know, like the second year moving to the Civic Center, is like, do you, you know, thinking in my head, do you really think like people is going to respond and more people is going to show up? And then seeing every year, that it gets bigger and the people like responds that they're happy that they show up that they dress up that they participate in the different uh, like the games and also with FanQuest or like any of the other ones and then I, it's really exciting just to see how people has responded and they really you know like are part of the whole thing and they embrace it and what is it that has been uh, the biggest struggle for you, obstacle for you when, when putting this all together? I mean, this is a big endeavor. This is something that, to me, I can't even wrap my brain around. How do you put something like this together? Well, you know, it's like I work with uh, the guests uh-huh. in the first place. I work with the vendors. I work with food vendors as well. And then also, like, some other um, special guests that come from out of town. And so, you know, the press. So I, even though I do not get some help, I feel, you know, like I try to co- I coordinate everything just to make sure, like, everything's on that. And sometimes I think, like, the most challenging part is, like, getting a response from the people. Meaning, like, when I reply back to them, hey, you know, I'm still missing your picture, so I'm still missing this. And so sometimes, you know, I'm, I worry a little bit, like, oh, it's not going to make it on time. But they always come true, and then it, everything comes together. So I think the challenging part is, like, trying to get these so many people together to come, like, to one place. And once you, you uh, get them all together, 
I feel like, you know, like we, we, I've done my part. So what is it like having to try and get guests to show up to uh, this show, especially since we're in Yuma? I mean, we're kind of on the way to everything else. People know Yuma as the place that's on the way to San Diego kind of thing. So what is it like to, to reach out to guests to be like, hey, would you like to come be a part of our, uh, our convention? So in the past, we had had some of them a little hesitant of the some of our guests because, you know, we're a smaller convention. It's only one day. Mm -hmm. So they're used to like two day, three day, like longer conventions. But we're like, come on. We try to encourage them and to come over. And once they try it the first time, uh, some of them had mentioned that this is one of their favorite conventions because people it's very nice, very kind. Uh, they're able to talk to a lot of the people. There is even though there is a crowd and everything, but they feel like they get more like the guests. They get more attention to the to the public that comes through. So they really like it. So uh, sometimes it it all depends on who we get. And some of them, you know, like there are some other people that when you reach out to them. They send you their requirements, and then we just try to work out and see what works for us and for them. And so it's it's a very it's a it's a lot of work to get all the things together, yeah. you know, just to make it work. And it's not just for us, but also for the community, and also for the guests that are coming. So, is there any plans in the future to maybe not be just one day, but two days or three days? Yes, we're working on it. Okay. We we usually uh, that's always in the in the plans. That's always in the future. So this is our fifth year. So hopefully soon enough we might have a two-day convention. It all depends. So you know, once again, it all depends on what the public, what the people that the attendees, what they want. And we usually we we hear their feedback, and so that's when we are like, okay, we want to see this. Okay, let's try to make it for next year. And so to please them as well, because we don't want it to be stale and boring and the same thing over and over every year. So we wanted to keep on growing and having new opportunities for everybody as well. Do you think that that would get you uh, different types of guests if it was two days instead of just one day? Like like people not wanting to come out here just for one day? I think we will be able to get um, a different guests that because some of them are like, you know, I only do two days or I only do this. And then of course they have certain requirements as well that we will have to fulfill for them or that they feel like they need to fulfill when they're here so it's worth their time and that sort of stuff. So I feel like if we, we grow it to a two day, we'll probably we'll be able to get um, some other guests and some other people here as well. That'd be pretty incredible. So, yeah. advertising-wise, for something like this, does, have you found that social media is where you want to advertise on, or is it, it? Do you put money into television or newspaper or you know radio? For the most part, Yumacon is just built around social media. Okay. And that's how it started, and that's what it seems to work very well for this. We do have sometimes like TV spots, and we do like. Um, the billboards and we use the electronic ones that shows up for a little bit um, but it all depends on our budget mm -hmm. so but what we notice that um, reaches out the community is on it's social media so we notice that social media gets to everybody uh, so for little money and that sort of stuff so that's what it's been working for us uh, you can tell you you cannot answer this if you if it's inappropriate or you know you don't want to say but like where does most of the budget for something like this go this one comes, uh, we're a part of the, we're owned and operated by the city of Yuma. Right. We're under the Parks and Recreation Department under the Arts and Culture Division. Okay. So it comes out of our the Arts and Culture Division budget. Yeah, but I mean, like, what what's the most expensive part of putting this show on? Is it is it renting out this building? Is it 
having to uh, get guests to come? You know, is it the food uh, it's vendors? It's a little bit of everything. Okay. And so it just, it all depends on how you, like, with the, the Civic Center is part of, like, the Parks and Recreation Department. So, you know, like, it's, it's we're part of the same department. So it's like, we're just coming over here and doing this Using part of the stuff. building. Yeah, it's their but building. once again, you know, like, it, it's not just that. It's like labor and yeah. adding on to other stuff. So, yeah, it's, it all, it, the budget is... It will be hard to tell you like an exact number. Right, yeah. So. No, that's fair. That's understandable. <laughs> uh, what is it that you look forward to every year when you when you get to come to these conventions, like you personally? For me, yeah. it's like the, you know, anticipation uh-huh. and seeing how the people is going to respond. Okay. So like the first couple hours, I'm just like, I just hope people get here. I just <laughs> hope that everybody's going to show up. And for me, it's just everybody having a great time. And when they come over and they said, hey, you know, this is better. We loved it. There were more things to do. Uh, we got to meet different guests. We got to do this. And so just seeing their fulfillment and how happy the kids live. And um, not just kids, but also adults. And it's, it's, that's the best part. Once I see that, I'm like, okay, we did it. <laughs> we're, we, we got We accomplished what, what we wanted. And last time I was on the po- podcast and, like, just hearing everybody, like, their expectation and stuff. And I'm like... A little worried and saying, oh, my God, I hope that we're able to fulfill them and we're able to give them what they're looking for. Because, you know, we do this for the people. We do this for the attendees, the people that are loyal to Yumacon, that they come up every year, like, looking forward. So we do it for them. It's like, I think that's the, just seeing everybody happy, I think that's, for me, that's the best part of the whole thing. So I just love seeing people enjoying it and having a blast i bet you the the, the moment it's done it's also very relieving <laughs> yeah once it's like once seven o'clock hits and then everybody is like okay we're cleaning up and we're moving and i'm like yes one more in the books and then we have to do it all over again the following year and then usually like right after i start i i sit down and then i'm like okay this is what worked this is what not did what didn't work so with the our center stuff we all sit down and then we share what we thought it worked, what we thought it, we can do better, and then what we want to do next year. So we start like prepping like ahead of the game. Even though you know, once you get closer, that's when you are like, okay, we gotta do this, we gotta do that. But we like to do do a wrap up at the end just to see before you know before more time ha- you know ha- goes by, and then you 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 start forgetting things. So we like to do a wrap up and then see what worked and what didn't. So that's as soon as this one's done, you just go right into working for next year. Yes. Don't don't take any time off. No, we take like a little bit of time <laughs> off because you know, of course, Christmas and everything's around. But we start like because a lot of the guests, if you are trying to book them, you have to do it like almost a year in advance, and just to make sure that you will get them over here because some of them. Um, if you get like some people that are like on shows or something like that, sometimes they are fully booked and they also attend some other conventions or they're like recording or they're filming, they're doing this. So it sometimes it's hard to get certain people over. And then also you have to do like bookings or they have to do their bookings for either their flying, driving and that sort of stuff. So Yeah, I mean, there's a lot, lot going into it. <laughs> yes, there's a lot of like planning onto the whole thing. So is there any uh, preview, like hint of what we can expect next year already? Not yet. Not yet. Not yet, because <laughs> let's wrap this one up let's first <laughs> and then we'll move, we'll move on to the next one. So we've been just like, with just the stuff that is around here, we're like, oh my God, this is great. We should do this next year or something like that. So we're like, let's add more of these or let's, let's do this other stuff. So there's, there's always like chit 
watersheds that happen while the event is going that we start dreaming about it already so that's that's always like the beauty about like creating and being to like in a creative environment like this one so that's good all right so what's the best way for attendees to give you feedback to give the uh um art center feedback of what they would like to see the, the next year if they send us an email at umacon at yumaac.gov that would be like the best way to do it okay uh, we they can also comment like on our Facebook page as well but if they message us just because of the new policies with the city we cannot respond back to those um, wow. messages on social media so um, that's what usually there is an automatic um reply back on our messenger so that it where it gives you the the email address where they can send us so if they send us by email that will be the best way to reach us and then we um, are always watching over and so we can reply back on the email so okay so what 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 is it that you've heard in the past that you've implemented you know in in the next the following year uh, sometimes it's like vendors uh-huh. or vendors with a variety of stuff not just like one thing or something so uh, most of the vendors they reach out to us but then we also try to see like if we if one of our staff members they attended like Phoenix fan fan um, fan fusion they, thank you that fan one. fusion and then they have changed the name of uh, and a so it's a little times. confusing it is and then we also had some people that had gone to like uh, san diego and they're like hey i saw this and sometimes they grab like business cards and so we try to add them up as well and this year um we talked about doing because i know we promoted like arcade games last year and we ended up with just a couple and sometimes what happened is that we program something with somebody and then at the end they cancel on us or they don't show up or something happens and you know sometimes out of our control or out of some other people control so this year we were like let's have some really cool like arcade games or something and so that's where we have like pac-man and we have like uh the the space invaders as well so we're like okay maybe it's not that many but we have a couple other ones Mm -hmm. and they're free so people, they don't have to pay for them. So we added a couple extra stuff. And so we're always looking for um, people if they want to do um, certain stuff. So we like to listen to what they have to tell us as well. And, so, you know, it's 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 fun. So we it's sometimes it's like finding the right um, vendors to be part of the event. So it can be successful as well. So you don't have to say a name of anybody. Mm-hmm. But what's some of the strangest requirements you've gotten from guests? From my guests? Yeah, like has anybody been like, I need to have a burrito waiting for me when I get get there or anything like that? Actually, oh, most of the ones that we had, they have been the greatest That's to work awesome. with. And they've been very flexible and easy to work with because, you know, sometimes you hear all these, like, stories about, like you, you say, like, requesting, like, certain stuff. And so far, I haven't had one just yet. <laughs> I think um, maybe, like... And it's not even, like, bad. It's, like, you know, like, sometimes it's just, like, getting transportation for them when yeah. they arrive or something. But it's not it's not out of, like, your something that you will do for somebody else. So I haven't had one okay. just yet. And I hope it stays that way. I hope so, too. <laughs> I hope it doesn't jinx it. <laughs> <laughs> what if, uh, so what if you were a local person to Yuma and you wrote a book or you drew a comic book? Like that? How do you become a guest uh, to the Yuma Convention? Well, if they send us an email again and they explain what they're trying to do and then, uh, as I said, our staff like looks over a couple of the things and that sort of stuff. And then if we, you know, if it fits like the whole thing, 
you know, like we, we could probably accept them as one of our guests and then we can work different things out and then see how, you know, if we want to support our local artists as well and people that are part of the whole thing. So it's very exciting to see somebody local creating a comic book. And so, of course, you know, we will like, like to see it and support it as well. So that's different than being a vendor though, right? Exactly. Okay. Yeah, that's a different. So what is it that you hope for the future of Yumacon? Oh, I just hope that this one keeps on, um, for Yumacon in the future, I would like for it to like keep on growing. And then um, I always think about it, like if, okay, if I'm no, no longer like the coordinator, I just hope that there's somebody else that can take on it and then continue the, like, the legacy because I just feel like, even though we're a small city, like to have a con that brings this many people over, I think that's amazing. <laughs> and then also, a lot of the kids, they don't have the opportunity to travel or like go places. And this has happened just around the corner. So it's right here. So they, they come over. And a lot of the kids, when they walk in here, I get to see them and like, oh, my God, I've been waiting for this the whole year. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, I saved some I saved money because last year I wasn't able to buy this. And today I'm going to go over and I make I hope I can get it this year. So, you know, just seeing their reactions and that stuff, I think that's great. And then also a lot of them. Um, I see that they comment on our page where they said, I've been working on my cosplay. I've been I've been doing this and I've been building this like prop or something. And I know the amount of time that goes into it because I had a friend that she loved to cosplay and I knew like sometimes she will work on her cosplay for like three, six months, even to a year, just to be to have that one opportunity to show it at a convention. And I think it's like it's providing an opportunity for them. So that's I think that's great. Speaking of cosplays, mm -hmm. uh, what's the best costume you've seen this year so far? Oh my god, I've been running to the box <laughs> office and I've been running around and so there are some people that they had some full on. I'm not really sure what the character was, but That's there were fair. like some um, like kind of like furry creatures stuff <laughs> and I think that was like so adorable and so cool. And so there is, of course, you know, we get like our um, Wonder Woman that pulling out these other ones, but I think I, the furry ones, they always look like so fluffy and they <laughs> just want to kind of like give them a hug. Even though sometimes, you know, they might look a little scary, but they're yeah, like super bit. cool. So. <laughs> and then I just love watching the little kids when they, um, well, I was in the box office trying to help them with something. There was this little kid dressed as um, the Black Panther. Okay. And he was, so, I was like, so what's your costume about? And so he told me all about it. And he was just very young, like maybe like three years old. And then he even showed me, he was excited about his shoes for some kind of reason. And he showed me the shoes. And I was like, oh my God. And so I just, when I got out of the box office, he was walking in. I'm like, now can I see your shoes? Because I wasn't able to see them very well. And so he got super excited to show me his costume and the shoes. So, <laughs> you know, like just see it. And then also we had a couple that they dressed up uh, with some of the Star Wars characters. And um, they're great. So, you know, like they come every year. They have supported. They have volunteered in the past. And so just to see them, you know, like because they're... Um, there are seniors and uh, just to see them you know to see like a three-year-old to like seniors coming over and dress up in their costume i think that's great <laughs> so it's just um, it's, i just get super excited about Good. it so it's it's really cool i really love it finishing up is there anything uh that you'd want my listeners to know about yumacon before i just 
hope that they keep on coming that if they have any comments send them to me email I know that sometimes people think like oh you know we can do it just on a message or something but I know it's kind of a little bit old or something but just shoot us an email if you have a uh, suggestion or you would like to see something you know we take the recommendations and suggestions in consideration and we do as much as we can and of course you know sometimes we're not able to do it but it's good to have it on a back burner and when we're able to do it I think that'll be awesome and that that's that email is yumacon at yumaaz.gov yumacon at yumaaz.gov mm-hmm. alright thank you so uh, it's it's a great show you put on an amazing convention and uh, I'm, I'm thank you I'm grateful for what you're letting Geek Elite Media be here to do and that uh, we can you can sit down and talk with us well thank you so much for being part of it and thank you so much for like supporting it and like doing all these podcasts and everything else like that so we're really grateful for you guys and that you are a part of it as well so thank you thank you for coming over so it's amazing so thank you so much for everything what you do thank you so this is Mitch on the floor of Yumacon 2019 saying always remember to geek geek out. out this concludes our broadcast